0: This was was pretty funny. Um, The Pivot Podcast with Fred Taylor, Ryan Clark, and Channing Crowder. We should point out, Fred Taylor and Channing Crowder, both alums of the University of Florida. That's relevant here in a couple minutes. And Ryan Clark, an alum of LSU, also relevant because they sat down with C.J. Stroud last week. And uh, it's a good podcast. Um, But they got into a topic where... At least the clip I saw, Seth, Fred Taylor had been kind of, and you're going to hear it here in just a second, kind of going in on how Ohio State had not made the most of its talent over the last few and years. He,
3: well, and to be clear, like, yeah, I watched the entire episode. Um, he, he wasn't really going at CJ.
0: Okay. He was more just, Fred,
3: I think, was trying real hard to, in my opinion, Fred was trying to, set frame it as like, Hey, you know, you guys do have a lot of talent. Like, what do you think has kept you from winning a national champion?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, CJ did not take it that way. Like CJ, I think CJ felt like it was a little, a shot at Ohio yeah. state because he went into the, where did you go to school thing with Fred Taylor? Really the three of them, but it started with Fred Taylor. Here is the, here's the first snippet from that.
2: The program oh, to do like- less with more. <laughs> it's all you're trying to say, oh, trying to to say like we don't be winning. Nah, you guys win, but you don't win the big ones. Okay, um, let me like, tell you. Mean, I mean I can talk about it. Let they me see. produce some players. It's crazy. Sometimes and and you y'all know this. I've been on teams where we were the best team. Like every time I've been on high side, we were the best team in the world. Sometimes the best teams don't win the game. You you sometimes you lay like, and don't get me wrong, college is it's three to four years for most guys. Five years if you're lucky. Right. That's not a lot of time to win a lot. Don't get me wrong, I'm not making excuses, but like, it is tough to, to look back and be like, man, like, we, we should have won it all. Like, yeah, no duh. But like, sometimes it just doesn't shake like that, you know? So, well, where did you go? I went to Florida. Come on, man. What is he talking about?
1: I mean, but, I, <laughs> I'm, what? I, but CJ. I'm thinking he went to
2: Bama or something.
3: <laughs> look, and I'm a, you heard Fred there. Say, hey, I won. And I don't think they ever got... I don't know if they just... I think they edited this a little bit. um, Because, like, yeah, Fred won a national championship his junior year. He wasn't the starting running back his junior year, I don't think. But he was, like, he played in... You know, he played the entire season. So, yeah, I... I mean, Fred... Fred did win a national championship. <laughs> I, I saw a lot of people acting like CJ won this one. I don't, I don't know about that, man. Like, Fred's got, Fred's sitting there with a national championship.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Fred kind of held back a little bit. Here's a little bit yeah. more. Here's, here's CJ with a little bit more disgust with Fred Taylor. <laughs>
2: I'm talking about, yeah, let's talk uh, about the recent In the last eight, years. Years. what have y'all done? Nothing, it's, so it's, yeah. it's hard to fight. LSU is maybe the only one of the only teams. They only did one good year. Look, I'm i gonna lay down when I have to. Yeah, I can't come on. I'm fight. thinking you went to Bama or something. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs>
1: nah.
2: Oh, no. Nah. But I, this, it was really oh, me no. praising you. I appreciate and that. that You're trying to ruin like the like Buckeyes. Years. Come <laughs> on now. I mean, we the Buckeyes. It was, was a total shot. I don't expect you to kind of, you know. Nah, I'm gonna ride for my Buckeyes now.
3: He did does. I, I thought he, he did look kind of genuinely mad. Fiercely loyal, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yes. No. The best part. He wasn't. I, he wasn't looking at Fred. He wouldn't look at Fred. He was no. Like, I'm, gonna, he, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold my conversation with Ryan and shit. And I'll tell you the second he
0: stopped looking at Fred. Okay. Play, ben, play, cue up that. I'll, I'll cue you down. But cue, play that last one. I'm one talking more
2: about. P- yeah. Let's talk uh, about the recent. In you. the last eight. Years. Years. What have y'all done? No. Nothing. It's, so it's, yeah. it's hard to fight. Yeah, yeah. There it was
0: right there. Nothing. So yeah. He went like this he thrust both his arms at Fred I was like nothing so yeah I'm gonna talk to these two guys over here he was so now, disgusted with Fred Taylor
3: it is uh you know what you know what it made me think of though too is like all this discussion over maybe Kyle Shanahan or the 49ers just can't win the big game and Kyle Shanahan addressed it in his press conference and there's almost like there's nothing you can stand and say that isn't going to that's going to like shut haters up or anything. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is yeah, to get to the Super Bowl you have to win a lot of big games. And then they played they played <laughs> the the Chiefs uh, to, to overtime this year. And like I like I don't feel like that should be some condemnation of Kyle Shanahan just doesn't have the DNA in him to win a championship or something. Like if it's anybody other Pat Mahomes who by the way when he's got a, um, a final drive to either tie or go ahead – in the, in the postseason, he is astoundingly effective. Yeah, he's really <laughs> like, good. It's really – that's the that's the stat that they needed to take into account when they made their
0: decision. That's the one the, that the I 49ers. should take into account when I keep sticking up for Shanahan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: No, there is – no, because there, there is that element to it. Like, yeah. all right, wait, let's remember, it's Pat Mahomes over there. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think that's a time where you override whatever their analy- analyst said. You almost got to override it with like, yeah, but they got Pat Mahomes over there. Yeah, I don't care what he's been like dur- during the – during the the rest of the game or rest of the season whatever um yeah i think so as far as those ohio state teams like in the the peach bowl in in cj's final year is that like is that an indication that they couldn't win at all or anything just because they couldn't kick a field no, goal no yeah the end of, of course game, not if, you know? of course
0: not if if the guy makes the field goal then we're talking about it like it was a you know not not one of the biggest upsets ever well, but a pretty big upset you know? well,
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, you look at Tom, if Tom Brady had a bad field goal kicker in New England yes. for just about half of their Super Bowl runs, you know. Well, including a, if you include the run up to the Super Bowl, uh, you know, who knows who knows how many actually wins. It is, it's. It defines so many things about a person, and you forget all of the stupid and bad things that the Chiefs did in that game, in that Super Bowl game, you know, and you you focus on all the dumb things that the 49ers did in that game just because of that one final
1: drive. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
0: Why? Why?
1: Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times
2: of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else.
0: I um I watched the first two episodes of uh, Dynasty. The Dynasty on, it's on the, Apple T V. It's on Apple TV, yeah. yeah. I, had, I
3: signed up for Apple T V this morning when I saw that you had watched it. Oh this, really? So okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. catch up on it.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was it was good. Um I would say that Patriot fans, at least the early on here, are gonna like it better than your average NFL fans will. Um I had forgotten how serious Drew Bledsoe's injury was uh, that he sustained that led to Brady coming into the game and becoming the starter like it was yeah. it was a fun review of just how the whole Brady thing started and how improbable it was, and and what a big decision it was for Belichick to keep Brady in there ahead of Bledsoe. Like it was because yeah, it wasn't like Brady was there
3: was like a justifiable reason,
0: right? Like Brady hadn't. It's not like Brady was lighting it up. No, and it's not like the team yeah. had gone on a run yet either. Like Bledsoe yeah. came back and they were a 500 football team, but there was yeah. something about the way Brady ran the offense. There was something about his energy. Although it seemed like most of the guys thought it was super corny energy at first. He, oh, yeah, he, you
3: said that. Yeah, they, they were like, he came into the huddle and it was all rah-rah. Like, hey, Joe, rah-rah. And
0: Ted Johnson has said that, too. Like, there, there were a yeah. lot of side-eyes going on with Brady early on when he was there. Yeah. Um, but eventually, you could see, like, he was very capable. But the game where Bledsoe became available again to them was against St. Louis in the regular season, which, you know, they ended up being the team they played in the Super Bowl that year. And Belichick kept Brady in as the starter. Like, he started in that week, and Brady threw two picks in that game, and they lost the yeah. game. It was a bad game for Brady, and he continued to stick with him. And it was like Bledsoe made no bones about the fact about how pissed he was. Like, he got back. In his interviews? In his interview, Dude, there was an interview they showed of him standing next to his locker his first time back in the locker room after yeah. he found out he wasn't starting. And he was so surly with the media. And Brady's sitting right there. Like this chair right next to me, and was and Bledsoe, he actually there? Like you're, yes, was, he's sitting in it, a, was, a chair. And Bledsoe, <laughs> and Bledsoe is saying to the media, "I hope to get a chance to compete for my job."
3: <laughs>
0: well, you know, there's all these stories too that, in
3: hindsight, people are painting them like, "Oh, Tommy's just so competitive." But I remember like these stories about Tom Brady going into that season when he was a backup, like in training camp. Just openly talking shit like while they whoa, were whoa, out whoa, for whoa, beers. Whoa, 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 ah, dang it! <laughs> uh, you what's the matter <laughs> with you? Yeah, you didn't even pause. <laughs> <laughs> so he would have with Tom Brady. At least people on the stream will get to hear. Yeah, yeah, hear yeah. that's good stuff. Story. So there are these stories that, like, that year in training camp, when they were out for beers, Tom Brady just openly talking smack about how he was going to take Drew Bledsoe's job and everything.
0: The Brady that was painted in the first two episodes of this thing, keep in mind, was young Tom Brady, who who he and a a young player named Nugent from Purdue, who is a fellow fellow classmate, not Ted, um, they bought or Brady bought Ty Law's condo from him his second year in the league. And the two of them lived there together, you know. So Brady split the cost with Nugent. And Ty Law left all of the stuff in the condo for Brady like all the AV stuff, the pool table, the furniture, everything. Ty Law is hysterical in this thing because he's like, man, now that I think about it, Brady owed me (laughs) $150,000. And Brady's like contesting it. They cut to Brady. Brady's like, what did he say? No, he fleeced me on that condo. It was really funny. But point being, they show, they show clips of Brady, and if you're a young kid who just knows, like, to, like Giselle Brady and on, you know, like, just, yeah. like, you look at Brady in this, and you think you're watching a different person. He's boozing with the offensive linemen. He's getting yeah. drunk playing pool at his condo. He's talking leap. you know, like, he's... Um, it's,
3: it was it, like Howard Stern before and
0: after he married his current wife. Yeah, a little bit. It was like very Howard
3: different. Stern used to be like the raunchiest dude alive, and then <laughs> yeah. he married this wife, and now all of a sudden he's Similar. a, uh, you know, a genteel three-hour interview dude. Yeah. yeah, it
0: doesn't. it's very Patriot-centric, obviously. Like, when I say Patriot-centric, I mean it paints the Patriots in a light that if you hate the Patriots, there will be a level of frustration watching it. But there was no point in watching the first two episodes where I'm like, all right, when's this over? Like, it was good. Yeah. It was well done. Um, all right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a um, – on a Monday. Um, let's uh, let's circle back to the Texans. Bucky Brooks just dropped something on NFL.com that is a Texan fan. I do take some umbrage with looking yeah, at the league. Big time. Biggest Super Bowl windows in the NFL. Where are they? We'll talk about it next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island